Yesterday, we talked about the Sun Devils on offense who are being slept on. So naturally, we're going to flip the script and talk about the defense on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Levels podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels. Shout out to me at my everydayers who are here every day. And if you have not already, make sure that you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications wherever you're getting your podcasts and stay in touch with the content by following me on Twitter at RichieBradsh36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Levels. Let's just hop right into it. Defensive Sun Devils who are being slept on. Now, look, there's a lot of talk about the offense. And obviously, that's going to be the case pretty much every year, unless you are like a defensive-minded football team. But it's even more so for the Sun Devils. When you look at what the team went through last year, offensively, it was just a mess. But also looking at a new head coach, and Kenny Dillingham, who is an offensive-minded guy. It makes sense that you are going to be focusing a lot more on the offensive side of the football. Look at what's going on at the quarterback position. Look what's going on at the wide receiver spot. There's a breakout tight end. There's intrigue in the running back position. There's, There's so much going on offensively that that's where our minds are going to be at 90% of the time when we're talking about the Sun Devils. And When it comes to the defense, it feels like a lot of these guys are getting the short end of the stick. Now, there's the guys that we give a pretty good amount of hype to. You know, we talk a lot about Roe Torrance. We talk a lot about BJ Green. We talk a lot about uh, Clayton Smith. Like, there's definitely guys that are getting our attention and guys that we're looking at as big-time breakout players this year. Travion Brown is one of the dudes who I've been beating the drum on him pretty much since he came here. But then there's guys that aren't getting that love. And quite frankly, there's a lot. It was really hard to narrow it down. Like, I felt like I could have picked a guy pretty much at every level. I decided to go with the three guys who I just feel are very, very slept on, I suppose. Um... Let's go ahead and just hop right into my honorable mentions. Anthony Cooper is the first guy who comes to mind for me. Now, Cooper has not been the most productive guy in the world. For what it's worth, he did tie for the team lead in sacks a year ago, but that's only two and a half. But he's also been one of the more reliable guys on the defensive line the last two years. He's going to be coming into this year, and he's going to be playing a very important role as a guy who's potentially moving inside the defensive tackle for the team that is a very real possibility for him. It's it's a very thin group right now. It's CJ Fight and pretty much not much else. Deshaun Mallory, I I think he's there. I think I still don't know. I still don't know if if this is some kind of fever dream or not. But even outside of him, like Tristan Monday and like Sam Benjamin and Blazing Lana Wong are there, but There's just not any certainty with those guys, at least with Anthony Cooper, you know what you're getting. I also want to mention James Jonkum and Will Schaefer, two linebackers that are coming back for their redshirt junior years. And they just unfortunately are in a situation where they're going to be 
behind two veterans. Trey Brown's coming in from Washington State. He pretty much will have one of those spots locked up. But then the team also added Juwan Mitchell, transferred from Tennessee. He will be more than likely the other starter at the linebacker spot. You have two graduate transfers essentially at that point with uh, Juwan being a redshirt senior that are going to be the most pivotal points of the middle of your defense with having to replace Merlin Robertson and Kyle Soley. There's going to be a lot of pressure on them, but James Jonkum and Will Schaefer deserved an opportunity to start. I think that they're still going to get every opportunity to start just because Mitchell and Brown are there. doesn't mean that Schaefer and the Jonkum, if they play out of their mind, aren't going to be in that situation. So I'll be hoping for them. And then I also wanted to mention Montana Warren. If you don't know who he is, he is a incoming freshman safety for the team. He is going to be one of the best kept secrets on the Sun Devils. He is absolutely shined every time that he's been given an opportunity to. He's going to be somebody that we're going to be looking at either towards the end of the year or heading into 2024. I think that he's one of the, the bright young futures of this defense for the team. There's a lot of potential with him. I think that we're going to end up talking about him a lot. I just don't know that we're going to talk about him right away, but keep him on your radar. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to claim to be the first person to be on him. Definitely was not the first person, but I will tell you that there is a lot of group think out there that says War, uh, uh, Montana Warren is going to be something special. Keep your eye out on him. Let's go ahead and hop into my top three uh, most slept on Sun Devil defenders. If you're looking on YouTube, you can see my little, what's it called? Uh, my, my little board, my tag board. That's got my three bullet points. We're going to start with the first one. The veteran returning from injury, it's Michael Matus. Matus has pretty much been forgotten about as far as I'm concerned. I do not hear anybody talk about Michael Matus. And I can understand because it's not like he was the most productive player in the whole world prior to 2020, uh, 2022. He had two career sacks and 41 career tackles. Like, not the most productive guy in the world. His career high in sacks was one and a half he had in 2020. And he just has not really been featured as a, as a as a staple in the pass rush for the team. But I think that he's still one of the key cogs on the defensive line. We missed him last year. He tore his ACL before the season even got to get going. He was projected to be one of the starters on the on the on the edge. He was projected to be one of the most important veteran leaders on the defense entirely because they had they had lost out on Jermaine Lole. He transferred out of the program after it seemed like he was going to be the main veteran on the defensive line. It it became Matusa's unit, but that obviously never came to be. Now we flash forward to 2023, and there's so many bright young players. There's Clayton Smith. There's Prince Dorbaugh transferring in. There's Garen Stansbury, a redshirt sophomore. Uh, Ashley Williams is coming in as a true freshman. He looks really good. BJ Green is getting opportunities on the edge. Like Michael Matus has very, very much become buried on this depth chart. And this could end up leading him into a very good reserve role in a role where they're able to bring him in as like a, as a, as a substitute edge rusher for a Clayton Smith or BJ green or whoever ends up starting on the outside. 
they bring him in when the offensive line is starting to get tired and beat up, and maybe he ends up producing. This is a guy who is going to be able to make the most of his situation. I don't know that I see him being like a five sack guy or more than that, but I do envision him as somebody who can be a very important role player for the team. And if nothing else, he's a graduate player who's been with the program for five years now. This is his fifth season. He's he's absolutely one of the vocal leaders in this locker room. He's one of the guys who is going to be looked upon as the rah-rah guy to get everybody hyped up before the game, take control of the locker room, lead these young men as they get ready for a very new era of Arizona State Sun Devils football. Michael Matus is definitely somebody that you should stop sleeping on because this is absolutely a player who's going to be doing a lot with a little bit of the opportunity that he ends up getting this year. Don't get caught sleeping on him, guys. And also, make sure that you are checking out, and if you need the perfect fit for your car, you're going to eBay Motors. If it's a championship team that we're talking about, you're making sure that every player is a perfect fit, and it's the same thing when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that your part's going to fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from. You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications. We're going to be heading into the heat of camp battles now. No pun intended. Make sure that you guys hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications to stay in touch with everything that's going on with Sun Devils training camp. Number two on my list, you can see on the right-hand side of the screen, the interception machine. I am, of course, referring to Chris Edmonds. Edmonds made a big-time impact in his first season with the Sun Devils. 50 tackles, which was top five on the team, Three interceptions, which led the team, should have had a pick six, but it was wiped away by an illegal block in the back. He was so good for the Sun Devils as a rangy safety who was able to make the most of the opportunities that were presented to him. It felt like he was just always around the football. It felt like number five was constantly flying in to be a difference maker for the team, especially on the back end. And I think that this year is going to be no different for him, but everybody is so focused on the cornerback position and the transfers that are coming in with Xavier Alford and with um, Shamari Simmons. That's who it is. And Shamari Simmons coming in, it feels like Edmonds is just so quickly been forgotten about. And I don't get it. I don't understand why Chris Edmonds has become somebody that nobody is talking about because it's not like this has been one year production for him. 
Prior to this, he had spent three years at Samford University, where he recorded eight interceptions in three years, which included seven interceptions from 2020 to 2021. He's been a ball magnet. This is not anything new. It's not like he came out of nowhere. Like, yes, he came out of nowhere from Samford to Arizona State. That's quite the jump in competition. But it's not like these ball skills have come out of nowhere. It's not like Edmonds had like the most random interception season. No, this is this is a guy who has been an interception guy. And he proved that he's going to be the same thing at Arizona State. So why is it that we're heading into this year and we're not talking about a safety who can take the ball away. Why aren't we talking about Chris Edmonds more? Why aren't we talking about number five as one of the most important players on the defensive side of the football? Never mind the fact that he's also going into his fifth year of college and he, as a uh, as a senior for the team, a not a redshirt senior, but he is a senior. He's He's one of the most important players here. You'll notice a trend as we get to the last guy as well. And you look at Michael Matus and you look at Chris Edmonds. These are veteran players. These are these are safe, not safeties. These are these are guys who have been here for a minute. They're seniors. They're they're proven players. Chris Edmonds is a proven player. Chris Edmonds is a proven playmaker. I just don't get why he's not getting the same love that we're giving to like Roe Torrance. And like Roe Torrance is a very, very good corner. And I think he's going to end up being one of the best corners in the Pac-12 in, in 2023. He's going to surprise a lot of people for sure. But Chris Edmonds feels like he's going to be one of the guys that just gets left out of those conversations when we talk about the best defenders in the Pac-12. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he's like Pac-12 defensive player of the year. Could he be? Of course he could be. And I would be rooting for it. But The odds are definitely against him, especially when he played for Arizona State. But if we're talking about like defensive MVPs for the Sun Devils, there's no reason Chris Edmonds can't be one of those guys. There's every opportunity for Chris Edmonds to be the best defender on the Sun Devils. There is so much turnover here, guys, that it's a wide open opportunity for anybody to be the number one defender on this team. So why not pick the safety who's a good tackler and a good defender and a good cover man and a guy who can create turnovers? Why not pick the guy who could lead the team in picks, who could be top five in tackles for the team, who can be the vocal leader and the guy who runs the secondary? That's another thing as the safety He might be the guy who's calling out the shots on the back end. He might be the one who's directing everybody, not just for the secondary, but perhaps the defense as a whole. He'll be a very important player for the Sun Devils in 2023, maybe more than anybody realizes. There's going to be a lot of importance on what Chris Edmonds brings to the table for the team in 2023. I'm telling you guys not to sleep on him not just from a talent standpoint, but also from a leadership standpoint. And again, thank you guys for tuning in wherever you get your podcast. Hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications. You'll want to stay in touch with the podcast as we get ready to go back to five episodes a week starting next week, and we stay in touch with everything that's going on in training camp. I'll be there covering them, and I encourage you guys to hit like and subscribe. 
so that you can stay in touch with everything going on as well. The number three guy. And I don't think this is necessarily the fan base sleeping on him. I think that there's definitely a lot of fans who aren't aware of how good this player is. But this is also a player that I feel just doesn't get recognition in general, which is so funny because he is the son of a former NFL player and like a a good NFL player. If you haven't figured it out already, if you're looking at YouTube, you see I've got listed one of the Pac-12's best kept secrets. In fact, I say Pac-12's best kept secret. He is darn near the top. If he's not the top, I am, of course, talking about Jordan Clark. Guys, Jordan Clark is my dude. I remember when this podcast had first started and Jordan Clark made his first interception. I want to say it was against Colorado in 2021. I remember looking at him and thinking to myself, that's a football player. That's, that is somebody that I want to see playing a lot more than what he's getting. And he slowly grew into a much more important role with the team as the 2021 season went on. 2022 rolls around. This is a dude that I'm ready to see blossom into a full-time starter and potentially a big-time impact player. While he wasn't a starter on the outside, he ended up being a very, very reliable and high-end nickel corner for the team. But he also had some starts at safety. And this is very interesting. As the Sun Devils go into the year with competition throughout the secondary for who's going to be the safety opposite Chris Edmonds, because I don't care what anyone says. Edmonds is a starting safety. Put it in pen. He would have to play terrible for him to not be one of the starting safeties. It just is what it is. So across from him, you've got Alfred, you've got Simmons, you've got Warren. Jordan Clark is in that conversation too. He's got the experience. He's played safety. And his dad, Ryan Clark, was a safety for the Steelers. I think he was a pro bowler. I can't remember. He was with the Steelers and the then Redskins. But he had a very good career, and he had a niche for being a reliable defender across from Troy Palomalu. Jordan Clark can do the same thing as that Robin to Chris Edmonds Batman. Jordan Clark can also just flat out be a leader. Like I said, there's a trend here, guys. I didn't try to hide it. He's a senior for the team. He's one of the guys that they're going to be relying upon to be one of the most integral members of this defense as a redshirt senior, as a fifth-year player. Jordan Clark is one of the most important guys for the team entirely, not just on defense, but the whole team is going to be looking on Clark, who's got the most experience of anybody here. For Sun Devils that are returning, it would be between him and Matus. For guys who have been on the team the longest, guys who have had major playing opportunities, there's not anyone else on this team on the defensive side of the football, maybe Anthony Cooper, who have had as much playtime as Jordan Clark has had. This is Jordan Clark's defense. 
people need to realize as the main returning player and as an alpha, if we're being honest, Jordan Clark is an alpha male on the defensive side of the football. And he's somebody that I feel gets very overlooked as having that kind of mentality. But I do look at Jordan Clark as somebody who can be a rah-rah guy and somebody who can hype up the defense and be one of the leaders when they run out of the tunnel to start the games. I think that number one is that guy. We're going to see a lot more of number one this year too. There's every opportunity for him to be a starter on the outside across from Roe Torrance. There's every opportunity for him to be a starter at safety across from Chris Edmonds. And you can make darn sure that he is the starter at the nickel spot. And the nickel is going to be very important for the Sun Devils this year. Jordan Clark is that guy, pal. Trust me. Stop sleeping on him. I feel like most people know who Jordan Clark is. But I know that there's some of you out there who don't. And if you don't know who Jordan Clark is, you're going to learn. Because number one is a very good player. There is potentially an NFL future here for Jordan Clark. Of everybody on the defensive side of the football, Jordan Clark is one of the guys I feel most confident about for having an NFL future. It would be between him and Roe Torrance right now for who would be my top defender that I feel confident is going to go to the next level. He is a very good player. He is somebody that if, like I said, if you're sleeping on him, you better wake up. He's going to be really good this year. He's going to be one of the most important players for the Sun Devils as a whole, not just on defense, but who are some defenders that you guys are sleeping on? Let me know in the comments. You guys have my list. Did I leave somebody out? Did I echo what you think? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter as well. You can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. But guys, thank you for tuning in. That's all that I have for you on this edition of the podcast. As always, you guys are the best. Love you guys so much. Shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. And again, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications because we're going to be going back to five episodes a week starting next week. We'll have three episodes this week getting ready to talk about training camp that is right around the corner for us. It's 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 right there, guys. We're just over a month away from Sun Devils football. We can do this together. We can do this together. Stay strong. Have the faith. That's all that I got for you guys today. I will see you all next time. Until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked On.